spoken before about how your condition, your state can affect the way that you experience things. Well, maybe affect the way you experience things isn't the correct term. I guess it's more your conditions and your state are how you experience things. And that's why uh, people can have different experience. Because not everyone not everyone's got the same uh, conditions of state. And conditions can be anything like where you live, how you live, uh, what you do for a living, what you read, what you watch. All that stuff contributes to to your condition. And in a way, uh, reflecting on your emotional state. So how you feel and generally kind of, generally what you're like. You know, if you're constantly chasing, constantly chasing like sad music or sad movies or something, that's reflecting, or that's projecting how you feel inside that there's something, maybe something missing, and that's why you feel sad and lonely and by listening or watching those things even reading those things like um, oh no the trouble columns in newspapers or magazines or novels you might chase uh, material like that because it's reflecting how you feel And so you might not know how to express that in the same way. So you find something that is, I guess you could say, warning. Um, You find something that is kind of on the same level or, or similar. It gives you something to relate to. And um, I lost my train of thought a bit Gives you something to relate to. And it's not the same for everyone, right? Not everyone is going to feel. Not everyone's going to feel that same way. Not everyone's going to feel sad and feel the need to to watch or read that kind of stuff, right? Not everyone's going to, I guess, resonate with it. So everyone has got their own. Everyone's got their own condition, and they can kind of feed into that condition by the things that are around them, the things that they're allowed to be around them. 
the things that they the things that they want to surround themselves with so it isn't it isn't the case that the things around you are just kind of just there and happening to you by accident it's always um, we're always kind of putting it there always attracting it if there's something that you don't want to run if there's a person you don't want to run you you're not going to you're not just going to kind of stick around and just deal with it you'll be doing things to move away from that person or uh, to cut your interaction with them it's not going to be um, it's not going to be something that's going to be going to persist because if it does persist then it's going to change your condition you're going to be pissed off because that person's around so it's going to alter your state alter your condition Okay, so I don't really have a point to to all this. It was just kind of kind of something that that I thought as I was walking. Let me see see kind of where it's gonna go. So, if somebody is sharing with you their experience, but they're not putting it in the context of, this is my experience, and it's for you to consider, it's not for you to believe, it's for you to consider. The only thing for you to, I guess, believe is when it's your own experience. Because you're observing it, you're experiencing it, and it's, uh, do you want to believe what you're seeing or not, kind of thing. Whereas if it's, if somebody else is just telling you, telling you something you've got no you've got no way of experiencing it in the way that they did you've got no way of observing it in the way they in the way they did unless it was um, unless it was something so so generic like they saw a tree being cut down or they saw a celebrity so, you know something so something so generic something that can't be dressed up without you knowing it's been dressed up 
you know because you, you can tell when people are being over the top when they're exaggerating something but the point is that you may not be able to observe or experience things in the same way that other people do and that's purely just because we're all subject to different conditions we're all in a slightly different state and you could kind of you could kind of imagine that as a state of mind different state of mind a different physical state and just overall a different energetic state the way that you the way that you interact or uh, present yourself to people <laughs> so so to say that to say that I'm presenting an experience and I'm saying that this is the only true experience is not balanced I was going to say incorrect but it isn't Because I can say that it is, it is the only, it is the only observation, it is the only experience, it is the only truth, because it could just be pertaining to me. And that's why, that's why you can't really say it's incorrect, because everyone's going to have um, that similar kind of perspective that what they see or experience is the only one but I think it is it's just a case of recognising that it's a case of recognising that each person is under different conditions each person's in a different state and so the observation and experience is going to be slightly different now that would be that would be in a I guess a perfectly balanced world right that everyone would be aware of the need to observe to observe what's going on around them to um, to acknowledge that it's experience and perspective that things like truth are just labels it's just a label to to be divisive essentially because what it says is this is what I believe to be true which kind of boxes boxes the perspective in right so it could suggest that you're not open to other perspectives or the 
or even just the possibility that there are or there could be other perspectives that there could be other experiences and again that's just conditions right not everyone is going to think like that not everyone is going to disregard other people's uh, experience or perspective on things so everything has got balance to it which is why you can say something like what I'm saying is true but you can also say that what anyone else says is also true but it's subjective it pertains to the person because for the person that's what that's what they experienced and so that is what they box in as being true for them now there is a little bit of a uh, I think because of the because of the lack of awareness that people are different people are under different conditions people experience things differently that people don't realise there isn't just truth that what it is is a collective a collective um, collective experiences collective uh, perspectives that in reality that's what it is it's not it's not there is one truth it's that there is multiple perspectives multiple experiences that can be observed can't be observed by all people but just just not having if you don't have the awareness that multiple perspectives and experiences exist then you keep yourself boxed in you keep yourself boxed into only what you can see. So you're limited by yourself. Whereas if you were, if you were more, or if you were just aware that there are more experiences, there are more, um, more perspectives than just yours then that at least leaves you open to it it expands your awareness it expands your I guess it expands your focus because if you believe it's just your truth that's a very narrow focus that's just focused on yourself So, if you can expand, expand that focus and 
your awareness, your awareness that there are multiple perspectives and experiences, not just your own, then you're going to put yourself in a better position because you're not going to be so limited. You're not going to be so defensive. You're not going to be so restricted because you might get all this information, right? And then you may just gather it all and you may say that this is it, that this is it complete. This is everything. But it's not. Because maybe there's hundreds or thousands more people out there that have information that would be useful to you. But because you're so locked into your own perspective, you're closed off to any discussion or you're closed off to any uh, to any like even acknowledgement that there might be something more so it's just um, just self-limiting you're not really allowing for any an expansion or progression because what you're saying may be what you observed and there may be other people that could observe the same thing but in order to I think in order to get to to progress to, to understand it even more is to understand other perspectives on it. Because that provides you with different viewpoints that you may not be able to see. But somebody describing their experience or how they see things may provide you with that. Uh, Provide you with a viewpoint. It may even provide you with the way to actually see it that that per- in the way that that person sees it because like I said it's all to do with condition it's all to do with state your conditions are going to affect what you see and how you experience things so it's not all it's not as clear-cut as um, what you're seeing with your eyes, what you're perceiving with your eyes, because all that information gets processed. And it's when it gets processed that information is lost or information is added. And that's based on past experience. Uh, Maybe what you call bias, and things like that, but that's all that's all past experience, past information that you've that you've gathered. And that, that affects the way that you experience and see things moving forward. Okay, so Another, 
hadn't the point to this, but just lost my train of thought. I'm just near the. Uh... I'm just going to pause for a sec. Okay. Um. All right. So I guess the. I guess the next point that I wanted to make is, what if somebody is. I don't know if they got some sort of disease or uh, some sort of illness. That's going to affect. That's going to affect the condition massively. Because um, not everyone has got a disease, right? Not everyone is in a state of disease. And what I mean when I say dis-ease is that I believe that is simply just resistance in the body that is disrupting the uh, natural flow. So to be at ease is to be, uh, I guess in a way, harmonious, sort of imbalanced balanced whereas disease would be a state of imbalance and the body the body does try to balance things back out again right but there can be conditions where the body can never guess never be able to keep ahead of it something something has to be sacrificed at, at the expense of something else right so if your body's typical function is to I guess when more 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 so when you're younger is to grow new cells then as you start to get older it's to repair to repair old cells, right? Or regenerate. And uh, to a lesser degree, create new cells. Like additional cells. So when you get into a state of disease, when there's something else going on in the body, there's something else that the body needs to... Uh, requires attention requires balance again <laughs> then maybe cells don't get repaired or it takes longer or it, it just doesn't happen and that causes a faster rate of decay I would say because it's just uh, almost of a perpetual state of imbalance it's not a it's not sustainable. So I guess, how does that affect your condition? Um, how does it affect your state? How are you going to see things differently? How are you going to experience things differently? I guess it depends on what 
what the condition depends on what the condition is if it is maybe a physical ailment maybe it just makes it more difficult to to experience all things say if it's um, maybe a cognitive issue which is going to affect the way that you process information so you may still see you'll still be able to look at something in the same way that somebody else would but how that's interpreted how it's decoded by the various parts of the brain is going to be different because there'll be some sort of maybe some sort of cognitive impairment which means that you may not be able to you may look at something and you may not know what it is but you may not be able to you may not have the ability to to know what it is if that makes sense it's not like recalling it's not like recalling a memory it's more uh, looking at something and trying to describe it even just describing it how it looks somebody may not be able to do that they may not they may lack the the ability to do that so it's not not a memory it doesn't have to be a memory impermanent as such where a memory is you're just recalling something but actually uh, processing something and trying to describe it is slightly different it's more like it's uh, something that's happening now rather than something that happened so that's going to affect the way that that you experience things and that's going to affect the way that going to affect the way that you can describe that experience to somebody else and somebody else may not be able to they may not understand may not understand what you're talking about because they've got no way of experiencing that they've got no way of observing that because they they have that cognitive ability maybe they don't understand that that is what that that is the condition that is allowing you to see something in a different way it's because something is missing something is um, it's an imbalance I'd say because if everyone is born or if the majority of people are born with the ability to perceive things in that way but I guess I guess at the same time that's a contradiction right because there has to be there has to be balance and has to be balanced perspectives so there has to be people 
that also can't that can't have that ability that can't perceive things in the same way as everyone else in order for the to be balanced perspectives I guess I guess you could also say that hmm because disease isn't persistent right it's not something that you could always have something that may progress and then become known as a disease right and then um, then it may be treated so it may not it may not be persistent but then it may not be able to be it may not have um, there may be no treatment available right in which case it may be persistent and that becomes your your permanent condition so I guess that's maybe maybe a point to make that I think I've been speaking in terms of conditions being adaptive and that they change they can change you can change uh, your conditions in order to affect something something that you want to attract or something that you want to do but at the same time there are people that can't they can't alter the conditions they can maybe change some things, but not all. And if it's something like a disease, then it becomes a little bit more, uh, a little bit more permanent, in that the conditions will probably never, never change. But that is, I guess, that's on the far side of um, an extreme I guess because everything's got to be in balance right so so if you remain too far imbalanced then at some point your rate of decay is going to increase which is going to mean that your conditions to a degree are going to not be as adaptive and that would be because you can't go backwards you can't there's, there's some things that can't be undone you can't undo decay so if something has um, if something has been severed in the brain it may not be possible to ever recover it it's kind of like once it, once the damage is done, the rate of decay moves, so it, it has to be at a fixed point, right? It can't go back. So what I'm saying is that if we remain too far 
imbalanced and that can be even if you think you're being you're doing like the right thing and you're being healthy and stuff right if you're going to the gym every day if you're eating a lot of I guess what you consider clean food um, not processed not um, not really fatty and that kind of stuff right people would consider that to be healthy which is I guess it's subjective because yes it can be but it depends on what scale it's like if you're reading 20 chicken breasts every day it's probably not not so good but it's going to be changing the way that it's going to be changing the way that you look which is what you're trying to achieve right so that would be considered to be a good thing on the face of it but in reality it's um it's imbalanced it's not a balanced not a balanced diet because a balanced diet would be more it, it wouldn't be the same foods all the time it would be a range of different foods and it wouldn't all be of the same type of food it wouldn't all be meat it wouldn't all be vegetables it wouldn't all be fruit So I think um, the like the bigger people want to be in terms of doing exercise, bodybuilding, weightlifting, that, that kind of exercise, people want to get bigger. That's the whole point of it, get bigger and stronger. And it tends to be just eat more meat is the, uh, is the answer to anything. But that is just adding, or rather it's tipping the balance. Because the more that you add of the same stuff, it's going to slow the body down. It's going to add resistance. Sure, you might get, you might get bigger eventually, but it's going to be something that you're going to, you're going to do some damage in the um, in the process so even the things that that you would consider to be to be good for you for to be healthy are still subject to being in balance Because if it isn't balance, it's just the same as doing <clears throat> what people would accept as being bad things. Eating a, a lot of processed foods, breads, um, sweets, meats, processed meats. People would generally consider them to be bad 
and they would look at that and say that that is bad whilst they tuck into 20 chicken breasts right and they say that that is healthy but it's just the same as a person tucking into a box of donuts it's unbalanced You could, you could have. Um, <clears throat> it's not to say that any one thing is bad, right? It's the quantity. It's the um, the amount of balance that's applied, or rather, the lack of balance that is going to trigger um, whether it's good or bad. And you do that by just feeling, right? So if you eat something and you feel bad, it's probably not something that you're going to eat again or nothing, something that you shouldn't eat or something that you should stop, eat, stop eating right now, right? But... Um yeah, I've kind of got off on uh, health again. Let me try and... Uh to head back home now so it's actually quiet it's the earliest I've gone out for a walk in a long a long time it's about seven o'clock when I left it's still dark um, yeah so your conditions right are subject to balance your state is subject to balance as well. So everything that you do, everything that you do um, is essentially subject to balance. And if you imagine this like an overarching scale of balance, and if that gets too far, that gets too far skewed, then that affects you overall. And that affects, affects you in terms of the rate of decay, right? So that is how quickly you are moving towards, well, essentially, how quickly you're dying. And the more the more imbalance is added, the further that, that, that overarching scale moves towards decay. And what I'm saying is, once it gets past a certain point, it can't go back. It can't go back, so... I guess if you've had some sort of traumatic, either a traumatic physical injury or even a traumatic uh, mental experience, you know, like a death or something, something that shocked you and it's completely affected your, it's affected your state, it's affected your condition, it's changed the way that you 
maybe perceive things and all of that can have an effect on your balance your overall balance and I'm well aware of that in my life um, about two years ago just one day I woke up and said I'm not eating meat anymore because I realised the effect it was having on my stomach because it used to used to just sit heavy for hours and hours but the thing with that was I was eating way too much it was too it was too imbalanced and I was having like two to four chicken breasts a day and then rice vegetables it was all what I considered healthy but it was too much so what was the, the types of foods might have been okay it was the quantity that was not balanced so I had to I had to do something extreme and I had to completely stop stop doing all of that in order to in order to try and uh, is it correct things? I, but I, th- I see it more as uh, providing like an opposite charge because you've been because you've been doing something for so long, right? Like that's uh, let's say that the diet was overall a negative charge. So I had to completely switch that to be. A positive charge and I saw that in terms of stop eating meat um, and to eat more fruit more than anything else and so that's what I did but now it's been it's been just just about two years and now I see maybe more another imbalance and that maybe it's time for me to look look on that again to look at my diet again in order to I guess rebalance it again because it's it's not something that is going to be persistent you're going to have to adapt and change it because there may be some things you're having too much of there may be some things that you're not having enough of. And I think that is... I think that's what's prompted me to to look at it again. Because I think I might be lacking in some things. I think it's... Um, I think it's to do with the, the amount of exercise I've been doing. I think for the last I think it's been about a year I've been um, exercising twice a day in in terms of like uh, resistance training and then I've been walking twice a day so Maybe about four or five hours of walking 
and I think it's the walking that has tipped, tipped the balance because maybe I'm not getting enough I'm not getting enough uh, food or resources so that is something something that I've recognised recently that I'm going to going to change or adapt and about a year ago yeah it was a year ago exactly I think I stopped smoking overnight as well and that was just uh, again I just felt it was heavily imbalanced It's almost like um, it's been 18 years since I've done, since I was doing, eat, basically eating that amount of meat and smoking and that amount of exercise that I was doing, putting all that strain on my body. It's almost like after 18 years that that was okay. Time to time to completely flip it. It's like going from one extreme to the other, and now it's now it's a, a gradual pull to adapt and to make it more balanced. Now you could, the way I see it, right, is there is balance in the extremes as well. If you're doing something that is really imbalanced for so long, sometimes you have to do something really imbalanced to balance it, to balance it out but on the opposite scale so it's like if you eat a lot of meat for 18 years then you stop eating meat completely for a period of time until you feel something needs to be adjusted I think that's, I think that's, um, I don't know, like a regenerative effect almost because it, it, you kind of taking a lot of the strain off the body, a lot of resistance out of the body, and now it can, I guess, get ahead of itself. It can start to um, focus on any problems that may have arisen. Anyway, I think that I think that's going to be about it. You know, what? 